The music selections on this episode, Lemon Slice and Quarantine Queen, are samples from Ty Bailey's upcoming album. They were written by Ty Bailey and recorded with Matt Zills of Asylum Studios in Dubuque. Hello, Ben Eagle, Adult Services Librarian here, and I'm joined with Ty Bailey. Ty will be playing at the Music at Your Library concert on Friday, November 4th at 6 o'clock p.m. Doors open at 5.30. He'll be joined by Jason Dura on drums and Stoke Kalchak on bass. Okay, uh, it's always hard describing music, but just to give listeners an idea of your musical style, at least the root of your style, I always thought it was like kind of bluesy rock and roll. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I like a lot of uh, like early white stripes and black keys and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely some rock, definitely some blues, definitely everything else too. Yeah, but not to pinpoint any one style because I know you have a lot of different influences. I have way too much ADD to be doing. Once yeah. Time, so. <laughs> uh, when did you start playing music? I started playing music um, when I was in seventh grade i do believe on the violin or maybe even a little younger than that so maybe like 13 or 14 and then i ended up switching to the bass guitar when i was 16 and then i tried to start a band and realized it was much easier to boss people around with the guitar so i started using the guitar so i could lead the band so that's when i switched to guitar very nice see i didn't know you played violin i cannot play okay (laughs) Okay, that's why you switched. Yeah, it was a very short, short experience. (laughs) And then you switched to bass, which you still play. Yeah. But guitar is your main instrument now. Yeah. Okay. I also do some ukulele and some harmonica, too. Very nice. Uh, Was anyone in your family musical, or was this just something that you stumbled upon or Uh, you always wanted to do? My uncle Johnny Piper is actually in the Iowa Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. Yeah. So he's been playing around this area for years and years and years. So So that was part of my follow-up question, that uh, you're born and raised in Dubuque? I was not. I was actually born in Florida, and then um, I was raised part of my childhood in Dubuque, but I bounced around a little bit too, so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then Johnny Piper was playing in Dubuque, though. Yeah, Dubuque and East Dubuque area quite a bit, and I think he traveled around too as well, but um, he was he lived here for most of his life. He was in a few different groups. Um, I know he was in one with Artie Mentz, who was an um, Elvis impersonator around town. Okay, yep. Um, and they played in quite a few different different groups, um, so I can't even name. It's, just, it's been so many over the years, you know. And he was kind of an inspiration to you, or was... um, well, he was always kind of like a like he was known. You know, we we never really got to play too much, um, but he was always like oh the other the other band guy in the family. You know, so once I started playing music, I was like oh you should go talk to Johnny. You know, and he uh, he does have some really good uh, stuff and advice and things like that. But uh, his career was pretty much uh, was done by the time I started playing music. Okay. Uh, so you started playing in rock bands around what age? Uh, the second I picked up a bass, I started playing in a rock band with my buddy Rob Melville. And we uh, rocked the basement pretty hard. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we, yeah, we just played a lot of basement stuff. We played a lot of punk rock music. 
um, is anything that was loud and fast. That's what we'd play. And it was just us, like me as a bass player and him as a drummer, and we'd just go hard until I switched to guitar, you know, and then we were doing that for a long time, too. So okay. he, he introduced me to um, a lot of the obscure music that I listen to today, or it kind of got me on that road, at least. Like Alkaline Trio, um, okay. Zebra Head, The Ergs, one of my favorites, okay. um, Presidents of the United States of America, stuff like that. Once you started playing around more, was it easy to find your place in the Dubuque music scene? Uh, I mean, was it easy to find people with similar interests? That's a that's guys, I guess, a big answer. the The long answer, short answer, would be no. Um, okay. And the the long answer would be um, there are pockets of people. There seemed to be a lot of people that were interested in dabbling with what I wanted to do for a little while, and then they're like, "Okay, that was cool to explore this this area of music. Now I'll go back to my home base or whatever." So to have someone that I really felt was like on with me on my whole style and um, and wanted to grow in that same direction. There's really not a lot of musicians that want to do that um, in town, at least. Okay. Um, but it doesn't mean I have any issue finding guys to play with. So. Okay, sure. So you can still do your solo songs, but you're finding it's kind of been a rotating cast of other musicians to play with. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and I have a I have a solo album I'll be coming out with um, sometime this winter, and it's you know there's different drummers, different guitar players, different bass players on there. So um, just whatever was appropriate for the song, um, you know, we that jammed and it fit well. We'd put them in there. So okay. And so when was this recorded over? Over the past year or so. Okay. Who are you recording with? With Matt Zills down at Asylum Studios. He's been pretty much all I record with. Um, I record with a few other people, but he definitely has the best sound. Okay, at the smokestack, right? Yep, and it's located at the smokestack. Okay, very cool. about some of the projects you've been involved in or what you're involved in currently the lineup um, for this current project right here yes um, so who's going to be playing um, on this upcoming show will be uh, will be Jason Dura and he's a tried and true uh, drummer and I love playing with him he's probably my favorite drummer to play with you know he's probably the first guy I call when I need something so and then our bass player Stowe um, he is new to the game. I'm very excited to announce he is 14 years old. Wow. <laughs> he is my, one of my students. Okay. And so this will probably be his fourth or fifth show with me. Um, we've done some acoustic stuff, and he is very talented. So What a dream for a 14-year-old. I would have loved to start at play. <laughs> well, he, he plays like a big boy. So Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's it's great seeing him uh, blossom as a musician and you know do do his thing and so 
Is he playing a lot of gigs with you? Um, he plays a few every once in a while. He has school, too. so Yeah, I um, could imagine that could be difficult when you're 14. Yeah. Um, over the past year, he's done, this will be his fourth gig with me, I think. So Okay, that's cool. I know you've been playing with the Dubuque Symphony Orchestra sometimes. What's that like? And can you talk about that and how that started out? Yeah, a few years ago, I got asked to play with them. I was involved with a lot of the other musicians in that. I knew them pretty closely, and so they kind of asked me to jump on board and play a little bit. I did that for a few years, and I would say it's pretty fun. You know, there's it's a whole different world when you're jumping in with the symphony people, and they're great musicians, but it seems like a lot of them look at music a little differently. That, and that makes sense. Definitely. And they get a little something different out of it than your average, you know, um, rocker or, you know, just band person. So it was really cool to understand that after talking to some of them. I talked to Eleanor. She's one of the, the violin players. And she really showed me a lot of cool things, too. And Steven as well. Uh, he played one of the, the upright basses. Okay. And just teaching me a lot about their world and just cool things and uh, even jamming with me a little bit too. So it was a really good, uh, you know, almost a cultural experience. Very cool. Okay. And what's this called? It's the Dubuque Symphony Rock Orchestra. The Dubuque Symphony Rock Orchestra. And what's it like being backed up by a symphony? You know what? There's so many, like I have some in-ear monitors and I actually don't put the symphony through at all because we've been practicing for so long just with the band. Okay. Um, I don't want to mess it up by being like, oh my God, this is a beautiful cello part. And then like taking time to like appreciate that and then miss my cue, you know? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I, see that. I go back and I listen to it um, like on the recording mm-hmm. and I kind of experience it then. But uh, when it's game time, I try not to. And I like almost let them distract me by yeah. how good they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very true. What all projects are you working in? Because I know it's not just one solo band. Are you in multiple bands or are you doing uh, regular playing any places? Yeah. So uh, when COVID hit, you know, it, it affected the musical community pretty hard. So, um, I've had to, you know, take a little break from the big band and start playing wherever I could. So I started playing some session work. Um, that means like um, just doing like fill-in gigs here and there. You know, a guy is sick. Okay, I'll come in and learn your set and, and play that. You know, I play with uh, Joey Booth. I've played with Danny Parker. Mm-hmm. I've played with uh, Mixed Emotions. Those are some good dudes. You know, just here and there, all over. Joe Blanchard, I've done that. So, you know, just anything I can do to keep playing is uh, is important right now in these times. So. so you're filling in with a lot of bands, and then is your main, not your main, but your regular project of your own music, is that just under your own name, Ty Bailey? Yeah, it is. And it was kind of came out of necessity, you know, with um, these couple of years of playing around, I kind of felt like I, I lost my own sense of musicality, you know, what what I was as a musician, you know. So I kind of needed to take a second and and recreate some songs and, and make some songs that were, I felt, true to myself, you know. So that's why I did this solo album, to kind of to feel that again, so. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, and 
where can people hear your music? Are there places you play regularly? Do you have recordings out there? Uh, I mean, besides the concert this November 4th, yeah, where I mean, else can people hear you? Yeah, on YouTube. That's my favorite platform. Um, it's easy to get on there. It's easy to see videos. So if you want to find some of our old stuff, you can like up like a few blind mice or the blind mice. Um, but otherwise, you can just check out Ty Bailey Music on Facebook, and I'll be having uh, quite a few videos and just me just jamming along on stuff. And uh, I take requests and stuff like that on there. So if you want to chat, just message me on Facebook, and and I'll jam for you too there. So through Facebook, you do requests. Yeah, that's cool. That's fun. fun. <laughs> you know, you're bored on a Friday night or something. You got the night off, and it's like, you well, just let's live do stream kind of. Yeah, live oh, stream some cool. requests. I haven't done it in a little while, but I I love doing it. Okay. Hear that, everyone? Think of some songs you can ask Ty to play, <laughs> and he will play them for you. It might not be well, but I'll play <laughs> well, them. he will do it. <laughs> and that's amazing. <laughs> All right, very cool talking with you, Ty. It's always a pleasure. I'm really looking forward to hearing what you're working on at that concert on Music at Your Library Night, November 4th. Thanks, Ben. It was good to see you, buddy. Yeah, thank you.